Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 290, Tales of Ordinary Madness. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. <laughs> um, I didn't like it. No, this comic is terrible. Don't read it. Don't. The end. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, all I remember about it is that apparently the writer was some sort of, like, mental health like practitioner. Yeah. And he just kind of like stole the stories of his patients. I mean, you know, all good stories, I guess are based on, sure. You know, your life experiences, but I don't know. These weren't good stories. No, no, they were not. Uh, just an awful comic all around. Yeah. Not worth the 50 cents that I paid for (laughs) a four issue series. I, I mean, it's even terrible that, um, that I was, I was like, well, at least Mike Allred drew it. Right. But it's like definitely the worst thing I've ever seen by him because. It's super early. It's pretty Michael. old. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just the, it's not good. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and it took us this long to recover from reading it. Yep. <laughs> five months later. Yeah. Is it five months? It's been something like that. Uh. The last time that you were here in this room was back in August. Yeah. So yeah, it's been five months. It's about five months then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, nuts. Yeah. So this is actually not episode 290. No. Yeah, this is not our official, well, it is our official review for yeah, Tales of Ordinary Madness. That's as much as I've got. It yeah. Far, yeah. Uh, but, uh, um, yeah, this is just sort of us, uh, Getting together yeah. and talking. That's right. And and uh, and then hopefully as uh, it should be, right? Hopefully, this is gonna trash the return. The return, right? We're gonna we'll be like Michael Jordan. We'll wear number forty-five from here on out. Yep. Is that a thing? Well, when he came back in like the late nineties, he oh, okay. he changed his number. Huh. And then he wasn't as good. Well, obviously. Because he changed his number. Oh, that's probably... Maybe 23 was like his sigil. Could be. You know? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Because he always had 23 and he was always like superhumanly good. Yep. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, or, you know, he was old. Yeah, and like... Yeah, I think, you know, he should have just stuck with golf. Like, he seemed like he was enjoying that. Right. You know? Or Go baseball, even? I don't think he was... No, nobody he was, was enjoying that. Never, yeah. never, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I loved Michael Jordan. I loved watching him play basketball. He was, uh, probably the greatest player in history. Yeah. Yeah, he was it's great. Too bad that basketball doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it's professional, it's MM, it's MMO yep. on a court. <laughs> yeah, what happened to like Spud Webb and all those awesome guys from well, the They 80s? all died in the basketball apocalypse. Oh, the basketball apocalypse. That's yep. right. <laughs> I always so forget that happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always forget that happened. <laughs> I've never been a history buff, though. No, that's true. 
So, yeah, how you doing? Uh, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm pretty good, actually. Good. Things good. are good. All right. Yeah. So, um, do you want to talk at all about what's happened? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, we didn't discuss what we were going to talk about. No. Yeah. Here, but uh, I don't mind. Uh, all right. Like so. we we had a shitty year, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you more so than I have. It's, wow. But it's not a good year. No. Not, not a good year in general. 2014 was not my favorite year ever. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to 2015 being a, a good year. Um, um, you know what? Uh, like I said, uh, 2014 was, was okay for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really hoping that 2015 does you a hell of a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't really care what happens to me. <laughs> Uh, oh, like like I am I am rooting for you. Oh shucks, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, yeah. So the last time we got together, we we uh, we reviewed a movie. Uh, Attack the block. Attack the block. Yeah. Uh, then I, I picked that uh, terrible comic. <laughs> uh, Unbe- unbeknownst to you, you, you I, were... I think I had read it at that point. Oh, okay. Uh, so you kind of knew. I kind of knew yeah. at that point. Uh, I, I think maybe I had all but like one issue read at that point. Yeah, like maybe it all just comes together in the end. Right. And so you know, I, I gave you that comic, and uh, and then uh, you had uh, a bad week and, and postponed the episode. And then you kept postponing the episode, and then we just sort of realized that it just probably wasn't going to happen for a while right right and i was like fuck this comic was so terrible it broke jason it broke me yeah <laughs> it destroyed my brain <laughs> yeah. but, uh, i can't remember who was the writer's name of that comic? i have no idea yeah. i'm glad i don't remember because i don't want to call him out on how terrible he was right maybe he's a good writer now because i mean maybe. mike Allred's an awesome artist now sure so maybe that guy's awesome too right maybe yeah <laughs> i mean you never know you think I'd remember his name if he became an awesome writer? That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so, um, I guess basically what happened was, well, obviously, uh, the, the longtime listener will remember that, uh, your friend Doogie, uh, passed away back in July. Right. And, um, uh, being, Pretty much one of your closest friends for like a very, very long time. Right. Uh, yeah. You didn't take that very well. No, yeah. Yeah. It kind of sucked a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and so things just kind of snowballed for you, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was like, it was just not a good couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that wasn't the only. I mean, you know, not that I'm just saying like this is about me, but it like broke my brain. All of this, I basically had a nervous breakdown because of uh, two of my friends killed themselves, and my dog had uh, cancer and passed away. Right. This was all within the two month period, and uh, basically, I kind of honestly, like no shit, kind of wondered if I wasn't just living in a nightmare, and like this wasn't actually reality. I was kind of questioning reality, questioning whether I should stay in this reality. Um, I had no idea what was going on, and uh, all I knew is that I didn't want to be in contact with anyone or anything. 
Um, so it was, yeah, it was, it was rough. It was yeah. very rough. Uh, you know, uh, it was, uh, I mean, again, you know, uh, you're trying not to make it about you and I'm trying not to make this about me, but you know, I mean, it was rough for me too, as it was rough for all of your friends. Right. Uh, because, I mean, we were worried about you. Yeah. And I mean, well, I don't think I even knew that there was a second person that you knew that killed himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I obviously only knew about Doogie. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, like, yeah, I don't know who the other person was. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was my friend John. He was another artist. He, uh, he's the guy that I used to, like, walk his dogs all the time. Okay. Um, he wasn't obviously as close a friend, so, right. I mean, you know, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't really talk about it too much, but, um, yeah, I mean, it just, like, it was, like, a month and a half after Doogie, and it was just, like, it was just really, really hard, because all of a sudden, there's all that there again, and right. it was crazy, it was crazy, I, my brain stopped working when all that happened. Right. And, uh, you, uh... You lost your job at, uh, right around the same time. Right. I mean, you took a lot of time off, you know, when, when Doogie went missing. And yeah. Then, you know, obviously there was some grieving time, and you, you tried to go back to work, but you just... Uh, yeah, it lasted maybe, like, another month, and, right. and it was just not working. Like, I was having panic attacks at work, and <clears throat> just, like, yeah, it was it was terrible. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it was a good job. Uh, if anybody out there is thinking about getting hired at Trader Joe's, it, it's a really good job. Uh, I liked it a lot, but, um, yeah, it didn't work out. Right. It did not work out. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember sort of when it, all this started, you know, I think, uh, you had kind of lost your job at the point. And just, we didn't have too much contact, but, you know, I always kept trying to reach out to you. Because I love you. You know, I mean, you're one of my closest friends. And, yeah. and, you know, I was worried about you a lot. And, like, I remember one time, I think we sort of tentatively made plans. And, like, you called me and canceled, which I kind of expected, but... You called me, and I mean, yeah, I'm sorry if I'm you know, bringing this stuff up and oh, no. you don't want to brought up, but no, yeah, you, know, you you called me and you had a stutter, like like yeah. you could barely talk and I could barely understand you, and you know, like like we we got through the conversation and then like you know went up and like the first thing that I did was text your girlfriend and was just like. On a scale of like one to ten, how worried should I be about Jason? Because like I honestly thought that fuck, you're going to kill yourself. Right. Like I didn't know. You right. Know? And apparently, I texted her while she was at her uh, other job. <laughs> oh, the bartending yeah. job. Yeah. And so she called me like five <clears throat> minutes later, and she was like, you know. And I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm at work, but, like, I saw your text, and it's just easier to call you. And uh, she's like, you know, honestly, like, on the scale of 1 to 10, like, I'm thinking, like, 8. And right. I was like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
we were worried. We were, we were really worried about you. Uh, uh, I, but, you I appreciate know, it. You know, uh, but but we had enough confidence in you that we knew that you would pull through. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just needed the right kind of help, I think. Yeah. And, and you seem to also want the help. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is a big factor. Right. You know. Uh, but, you know, slow going, but, you know, you, you leveled out. And yeah. I'd say maybe, I think maybe two or three weeks ago is probably the first time I've felt like kind of normal since like July. Right. Um, like it would come and go, but it's been kind of steadily good now. Um, probably because I've been seeing a therapist and I started taking medication and, um, seeing a grief counselor who's awesome. He's like, uh, he does like art therapy. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I've seen him like half a dozen times now and, all that stuff adds up to really help and and getting a new dog has helped a lot she's she's just like full of energy and super cool yeah i remember you talking to me about you know whether you should get a new dog or another cat or something i was like you know i think this was shortly after puma died and it was just like yeah you know like maybe too soon but you know i mean yeah whatever works honestly i went back and forth for like a month on that and then uh yeah i just kind of i was like i need a dog yeah you know i need this like creature who's gonna unconditionally be happy to see me every moment <laughs> right or or you know my brain's just gonna go into worse and worse territory so right i'm really glad i got her she's awesome i've i've met her uh she is adorable yeah she is uh bitey she's very bitey <laughs> Um, we're working on that, but it's, uh, her name's Edna. What's her full name? Edna Valentine. There we go. Yeah. And she's super cool. She's a little boxer puppy. Yeah. Boxer pit bull. Yeah. We think. We think. Yeah. About four or five months old. Six months. Six months. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's pretty awesome. She is frightened of me most of the time <laughs> right yeah she's she's timid uh but but at the same time not afraid to just uh try to bite the shit out of my hands or elbow right yeah you know uh or you know beg for food you know <laughs> yeah she's kind of a beggar <laughs> she likes to torment the cat yeah i think i feel so sorry for you yeah he's like it's like I had this 90-year-old man living with me, and I got, like, a five-year-old kid, right. and I'm like, I'm like, go, you guys go hang out, you know? <laughs> and he's just like, fuck this. What happened to the other one? I liked that much better. Kazuma was 14, so she was basically, like, her and Goo were just like, let's chill. Right. You know? yeah. yeah, even when they were younger, like, you know, I don't think ever... Unless there was a Chinese person at the door, I don't think I <laughs> right. ever saw her get riled up. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. She was pretty, pretty laid back. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you you got the help. Uh, yeah. You know, also you uh, you, uh, you you finally got some employment. Yeah. Know, to to I'm sure you know being unemployed probably was not helping. No. You no. Know, it stress was, levels anyway. Right. Yeah. It was. 
I was broke on top of everything. Right. I, I, like, like, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know if I told you this because my dog got cancer in June and I uh, shouldn't pass away until, um, August, the end of August. And, uh, or maybe even September, I forget. But anyway, um, during that time, we had like three surgeries for her, yeah. which totaled like $5,000. And, uh, and that was like, every penny that I had left, you know? Right. And, uh, basically. And so, yeah, so that did not help at all <laughs> either. Um, so Jack was like cool enough to ask me back to Mavericks. He'd been asking me for months and he'd been asking you since you quit. Yeah. Cause I mean, we, we met up like once a month for breakfast and every single time you're like, you want to come back? And right. I was like, no, I'm, you know, trying to do something different, but he was really cool and had me back and, it's actually been awesome. Like I thought it would not be, but, uh, actually really, really am enjoying working there again. Well, you know, it's, it's probably comfortable for you and, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely something, you know, and, yeah. uh, you, you did say they seem to be, uh, keeping you away from the magic departments for <laughs> as much as you can. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I've been, Hanging out in the comics and playing with toys. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but, you know, uh, over the last couple months, you know, we, we've, uh, there was a little while where, where we did not see or talk to each other that much. Mm. Uh, I think there was a couple emails here and there, but we, we wouldn't do drawing night or anything. And, uh, you know, I missed you. Yeah, me, I missed you too. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, I won't lie, you know, it was kind of nice sometimes, you know, hanging out on Saturday night with my lady, but, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, for eight years we've been doing drawing nights. Right, yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah, I missed it, I missed uh, hanging out with you and missed uh, talking to you, and uh, obviously, you know, I wanted to try to help you as much as possible, but, you know, I mean... I've got my own stupid bullshit brain to deal with. Right. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm of no help to anyone. <laughs> oh, that's not true. You, yeah, uh, you and Kathleen and Joe, a lot of people, uh, helped out a lot. Brian John Mitchell. So yeah, a lot of people helped when I was in bad, in bad state. So uh, I really appreciate it. You know, I just, uh, did what I could, you know, and it was pretty much just letting you know that I was there for you if you needed me. And, you didn't need me, so uh, <laughs> it took a lot of pressure off of my shoulders. <laughs> so, phew, thank God. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to deal with his bullshit. <laughs> I've never seen such a depressed, moody fuck. <laughs> Except for when I look in the mirror. <laughs> right? Oh, well. But, uh, yeah, we started doing drawing night again. Yeah. I've been pretty regular at it lately, and course, we got to do it at your house now because uh, my puppy, because of your puppy, yeah. and uh, your mom pretty much probably hates you because you have this puppy. <laughs> yes, because you just you got this puppy and then you just left it with her all day. <laughs> yeah, she's with the goo. I'm trying to remember. Did I have a job when I got the puppy? I can't remember which came uh, first. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even, yeah, I don't, yeah, no, I think I got the puppy first, so, 
Yeah, for a while there, I was just like hanging out with the dog every day. Right. Um, which was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Cause like, it was pathetic though. Like the first week I had her, I think I drug um, my mattress into the living room basically. Uh-huh. And just me and the dog laid on a mattress in the living room and watched DVDs for like a week. That was like, but I think I needed that. Right. You know, it was really nice. I mean, sounds like a pretty great deal to me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Can I drag my mattress over to your house and just hang out with Edna? Sure. All right. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be cool. Your mom will take care of (laughs) us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She'll let us out when we need to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, Edna's gotten pretty good at being house trained, so she's learning. That's good. The first couple of weeks, I was kind of worried that she was going to end up uh, like Pearl. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it did not go in that direction uh-huh. for very long, so it's good. A girl at work was talking to me today about uh, her dog. Uh, she says her dog is just... It's a dumb dog, but she actually feels like it might be retarded. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> said that uh, the dog just started pooping, like, right in front of them, like, in the living room. And uh, <laughs> so they freaked out, and they, they kicked the dog outside. Uh, but apparently, once it got outside, uh, it decided that it didn't want to poop. And then, uh, so they let it back in, and then it just continued its, uh, oh, its poop. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> it's just a little confused. Yeah. Uh, so have, have we done anything cool in the last few months we could share with people I don't, I don't have you uh, maybe a couple things yeah. uh, I went and saw the Will Eisner art exhibit yeah. at the Billy Ireland Museum in Columbus that was pretty great awesome. I, I do love Will Eisner I know you've uh, invited me a couple times to go up there but yeah, I just I can't you work every day I, yeah yeah, yeah. I'll literally work every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if that happened since the last time we did a show. But, uh, yeah, I got a second job. I think, I think, yeah, I think because I think we made jokes about how we were all working too much and we should quit our jobs. Oh, yeah. And then I, and I did that. Yeah. And you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, that's where I went wrong. Yeah. Oh. You could have went to the museum and laid on a bed with a puppy for a week. Doesn't that sound better than what you've been doing? Yep. <laughs> it does. Oh. Man. But yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's it, pretty much it. Concerts? No, no, no concerts. No, no metal shows. No metal shows, no movies. I haven't, yeah. No, I've just been pinching pennies. Yeah. I've, uh, also been pinching some pennies, but uh, more just out of, uh, I don't know why, I don't know why, <laughs> probably out of a growing sense of responsibility. Oh, wow. And, well, a growing sense of responsibility that is growing out of the fact that I've realized how badly I've fucked up my life uh, up till this point, and desperately, desperately trying to cling to some sort of turnaround on that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, you seem to be doing good. This is, uh, you know... Well, 
I mean, I haven't suffered any fucking nervous breakdowns or anything. <laughs> right. Like yeah. You're no loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, how, how's Bambi? She's good, right? Yeah, she's, she's doing all right. You guys started a podcast. We did. Uh, There's a new podcast on the um, Gutter Trash Network now called uh, Atomic Batteries to Power, where uh, my, my lovely lady and I are uh, watching the 60s Batman show. It's <laughs> pretty great. It is pretty great. I haven't listened to it, but I do plan on listening to those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is there three of them out? There should be three of them out. Okay. Yeah, four starting next week. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, she she is uh, never. I mean, she's probably seen some of the old Batman, you know, show, but but you know, not within like the last twenty years. Or oh so. wow! Yeah. So it's it's pretty fresh then. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much it combines my two favorite, two favorite things in the world, which is, uh, cuddling up with my lady and Batman. <laughs> you cuddle up with her and Batman. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Actually. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a three spooner thing. Oh. Batman gets behind the both of us and then, you know, Bambi's on top of me. <laughs> like, is that your utility belt or you're just glad to be here? <laughs> both. <laughs> oh. And then he wraps us in his cape. And it's just oh, it's fantastic. That sounds great. I, I do love that show. It's great. Yeah. Uh, in fact, actually, uh, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that, that we are, are maybe starting Gutter Trash up again here. Yeah. Because uh, the new policy on the network is that uh, all the shows are going to have to eventually turn into a Batman show. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm it, down with that. We started with Atomic Batteries to Power and then on uh, The Viewmasters. Uh, Joe and I are starting our reviews of uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold. Sweet. So there are, and and on Stupid Sexy Podcast, whenever we happen to get together, uh, Batman always comes up well, in every episode, as it should, right? As he should, I mean, right? So uh, Gutter Trash is is going to have to find some sort of Batman <laughs> niche. Well, to, I mean, we uh, could definitely. Volunteer. I mean, there's definitely enough comics we could review, but That's true. there's only maybe a dozen movies. Right. So I mean, we, could, we could do the movies, and then, you know, yeah, I mean, we'll just probably strictly have to go comic, yeah. Batman comic. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll start with uh, Detective 27. Yeah. Oh, just chronologically. <laughs> yeah, just chronologically oh read every gosh. Batman ever. I honestly don't know that I would be opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> that could be, that could be great. Yeah. We can make it a daily podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah. We'll go through it quicker. Oh, yeah. It only takes an hour to read a comic. We could do it hourly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move in together. Yeah. Quit our jobs. Lay on a mattress with a dog. Lay on a mattress with a dog and read Batman comics all day <sighs> and constantly record about it. It kind of sounds like my retirement plan, yeah. except for without the recording. Right. Like, I just plan on laying on a mattress. Ooh, ooh okay. Here's what we'll do. Mm-hmm. We'll have twin beds. Mm, okay. And in between us, the podcast equipment. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and a puppy. And a puppy. Yeah. Uh, and then on either side of the, uh, on the other side of the bed, we'll have long boxes full of Batman comics. Right. And we'll just pass them back and forth to each other. That's good. And then as we read one, we hit the record button on the, the, the equipment and go. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, this is our new life plan. Yeah. <laughs> Mamas, you prouds? 
<laughs> oh man, that sounds great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did a a couple of guest episodes of Gutter Trash uh, oh, yeah. during Halloween, mm-hmm. which which was fun. But you know, it, it was uh, a little bit of work to try to coordinate uh, four different people to oh yeah to do a show. I'm sure. I mean, there was honestly a point where I, I did not know that maybe this would ever happen again. Right, right. So I was like, well, I'd still like to do the show in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. could I have rotating hosts? And uh, I think the answer to that is no. <laughs> well, it could. You could be like the next Charlie Rose and just have a different guest on every episode. <clears throat> just paint the walls black in here. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could do uh, a Mark Maron thing and then... Uh, Invite people over and get them to cry for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that might be good. So far, that's not wor- working because of, of all the people I know who would who would start crying, it would be you. Right. And, and not, a, not a tear is shed. I'm all cried out. I'm all <laughs> cried out. Plus, I looked at a lot of Rob Liefeld comics last night, so my happy level is pretty high. <laughs> I, I looked at... Maybe every Rob Liefeld comic he's ever drawn last night, right? Not possibly. Pretty close, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's probably a handful out there that uh, you don't own, right? But, right. But for the most part, yeah, yeah. And we look through them all. Yeah, and I mean, we were talking about this yesterday a little bit. That uh, again, you you probably own most of what he has drawn, mm-hmm. and it fills up a short box. Yeah, barely. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, some of those are doubles because I've got those hardcovers and, right. and those issues, right. like, of in, Infinite and New Mutants. Did he, uh, there was, I, th- I want to say he did an issue of Daredevil. Do you do you own that? I, I don't. Okay. And I, I don't remember that. Uh, I may be wrong on that, but, but for some reason, Daredevil floats around in my head. Oh, I will, I will investigate because right. I would love to. Oh, yeah, for the listener who doesn't know, Rob Liefeld is going to be in our hometown. That's right. In March. Yeah. March 28th and 29th. It's pretty exciting. I, yeah, I don't, honestly don't know of another living comics uh, creator that I would rather meet. Right. I can't think of one. I mean, I, <clears throat> you know, you're clearly much more of an actual fan of him than I am. Uh, but... I mean, there is a part of me that when when I heard that, I was just like, really? Yeah, right? I kind of want to go just to meet him. Yeah. Like, I don't have anything for him to sign, because I don't own anything by that asshole. It's it's but, a, <laughs> it's like a special thing. Like, I remember when I found out Chris Ware was going to be <clears throat> at a convention I was going to. He's one of my favorites. I was like, oh, that would be awesome. And I'm gonna, But, like, I was, like, happy like a child right. when I heard Liefeld was going to gonna be here i was like oh my god you know like i can't describe it it's just it's special yeah i mean of course we have some inside information on like you know what it took to get him here yeah he's pricey uh, he's a little pricey yeah but uh you know i have to imagine that it's gonna pay off for the convention players. i would think so yeah i mean I mean, they've had some decent names at the show uh, at uh, Gem City Comic Con. Oh, yeah. 
uh, like Chris Claremont and Mark Wade and uh, Kevin Eastman. Kevin Eastman. But I mean, I gotta say, Rob Liefeld is probably the biggest thing. Yeah, so yeah. yeah and for all his detractors, like I feel like the line to meet him is gonna be huge. Yeah, that I honestly that is the one thing I'm worried about is because I'm gonna be working <clears throat> at the convention with you know Maverick's table, right? At least one day. So right. I'm gonna try to only work there one day and be off a day so I can basically stand in his line for the full uh, however long that takes. Well, I mean, don't you know one of the uh, convention organizers? I do. Do you, you think you could uh, get like an inside ticket? I, uh, I'm actually really going to try, uh, no, no joke, to beat the guy that picks him up at the airport right. and gets him a ride back yeah. to, to the city, to his hotel. That would be awesome. Yeah. See, this is why we needed to restart Get a Trash, yeah. because if that happens... <laughs> That's going to be a story. We need that story. Right. Yeah. Oh, what if you could hijack Rob Liefeld oh, into being a guest on Get a Trash? Can you imagine? Oh, wow. <laughs> that would be sweet. That would be super awesome. Oh, yeah, like if we set up the equipment at his hotel or something. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I know... I'd be on my best behavior. Yeah. I know he was on like, the... Honestly, I legitimately want to know stuff about like his career yeah, oh, and yeah. like what he does and how he does it. Like I legitimately want to know. Have you ever bought drugs from Easy E? <laughs> right. Yeah, not stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, like, like about like his approach to the craft and, and the business and, and everything like that. Like I want to know the comic book industry from the eyes of the Oh, can you imagine? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like seeing the world from Cartoon land. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, shoot. I just, I just forgot something. Uh, Rob Liefeld, picking him up at the airport. <laughs> Jim City Comic Con. Uh, yeah, uh, Mavericks. I don't uh, know. I think I was Bill. just going to, I was just going to say something about like trying to meet him. Like, right. I'm either going to try to pick him up at the airport or, you know, be his like coffee boy or something right, at the right. show, like whatever he needs. Um, and, and I think I would probably have to rent a nice car to pick him up at the airport because probably. I have a 20 year old Saturn. Right. I don't want to break. I mean, that might be kind of fun to break down on the highway with Rob Liefeld and see him, of like, it would be. see him throw a fit or something. Right. You know? But I don't want to do that to the, to the guy. Right. I want to get him there on time. Yeah. I mean, uh, what kind of car is your, your mom driving? Is that uh, more suitable? It's, it, yeah, I mean, it's a nice one. It's like this right. minivan, you know? Right. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, as long as he's not going to, like, go crazy looking for hookers and blow, I mean, I'd almost be willing to clean up my car and let you borrow it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's a little newer. It's yeah. a little nicer. Yeah. Pretty awesome. <laughs> I honestly thought about checking because I, I know a guy that has a limo service like that's right because i used to drive for him that on, yep, on that a one time on a one-time yeah. basis and i could see if he would like give me a deal and i'd pick life up in a limo that'd be pretty cool too yeah that would be pretty awesome i'm <laughs> honestly surprised that that wasn't one of his demands anyway <laughs> right oh uh, he's pricey folks he's pricey if you want to yeah. bring your convention be warned he's pricey yeah <laughs> 
I'm hoping he'll do free signatures at least. Oh, I'm sure he'll do free signatures. But but you're guessing what? what? I'm guessing he's going to charge quite a bit of money for sketches yeah. if he does any at all. Right. Yeah, because I'm I'm sure everybody would want one. So right. it's like he couldn't even probably do as many as would be requested during right, like two yeah. days. Uh, it'd be interesting. Like I I because I, I don't really follow him on any like social media or anything like that, but. You know, like comic artists that I do follow, like they often like lay out, you know, sort of what they do at conventions. You mm-hmm. know, like, like whether they do sketches or whatever, and uh, or like you know they take pre commissions. Oh, yeah. Like you, you pay them in advance, and if you're going to be there, they'll you know give you the drawing that they do like well in advance of the convention. Yeah. Or you know. Some people just, you know, like, hey, I'm going to be there. If you want to sketch, you know, come by my table early. Right. Cause like, because once I they get... Do, I can do 10. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> and, like, once they fill up that slot, you're you're yeah. out of luck. And he was on the... Neil was telling me, Neil, my coworker at Mavericks, was telling me that Rob Liefeld was on a podcast not too long ago. I don't know if it was Word Balloon or something, but where he basically did talk about his career and everything. So it might be something, um, like, if you're interested in that. Like hearing that, right? You know, I, I, I don't. I want to ask him. Yeah, yeah. You want to be there. Yeah. Listen, I'm no John Saunders, and I never will be, and that's fine. Is that the word balloon guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and you know, he's a professional broadcaster with professional broadcasting experience. You know, like like he's a reporter, so like you know, obviously, word balloon is a very professional and, and well done show. You know, done from a very professional state. But, you know, I want to know how Rob Liefeld responds to two idiots like us. All right. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite ice cream, Liefeld? It's probably vanilla. Mine's vanilla, too. Oh, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Vanilla bean. That's boring. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah. So Although, if he says cherry cordial, then uh, he and I got no more beef. Oh, yeah? Is that your favorite? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, cherry yeah. cordial. <laughs> is what? What's cordial about that? Like, uh, I mean, what? What about cherries and chocolate? And is not cordial. Ice cream doesn't make you feel welcome that's, and, and happy. That's pretty true. Other than honestly, cherries are my least favorite fruit. Right. Um, well, I mean, as a fruit, sure. Yeah. But as a uh, as an ice cream ingredient. Yeah, or yeah. or pie ingredients. Yeah, yeah. You don't just sit around eating cherries. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people do that in the uh, Witches of Eastwick. Yeah, they're dumb. Yeah, Sharon, uh, the others, Lambert from uh, Alien, whatever her name is. I don't know. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver? No, no, the other, the other lady, Michael Bean, <laughs> no. Bill Paxton. No, no. no. Lance no. Hendrickson? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. so, yeah. So, yeah. You uh, you watched any movies at all? Man, like maybe three in the last six months. Yeah. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. We, I, I'm really. Are we going to be able to do movie reviews from this point on? Ooh. Yeah. Because I like watching movies. I like watching movies. Yeah. Yeah. I watch movies. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pussyfoot around with your, your delicate mental health. 
Yeah, if I pick a horror movie, yeah, I'm I'm hoping you're not going to use up all your vetoes in one shot, (laughs) right? (laughs) Oh man, yeah, or or an action film or whatever. Right, I can watch. Doogie would be upset with you if you just stopped watching action movies. That's probably true, right? Yeah, no. What what Eric is referring to is like uh, probably like a month and a half ago, something like that. Me and Kathleen tried to watch. Um, Winter Soldier. Yeah. And basically, I, like, freaked out um, just because of, like, all the gunshots and everything. And I, like, actually had to leave her apartment yeah. and stand outside and, like, have deep breaths. I mean, it was, like, it's weird. I mean, my brain was doing weird stuff. Right. And I just, like, literally could not stand to watch it. Like, I felt like it was some sort of torture. And, uh, <laughs> and so we turned it off when I came back inside and... Um, we just like watched Ancient Aliens or something instead. Right. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I think I'm past that. I'm okay. pretty sure. Right. Yeah. Right. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, I would still veto like if you picked like Human Centipede 2 or something. But... Well, Human Centipede 2 was a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> and I have no desire to ever <laughs> see that. Yet. All right. Cool. Uh, Human Centipede 1, I still stand by as a legitimately good movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm not a fan. Uh, you know, you know. I'll go ahead and say this. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I've got my moments of anxiety. I, I've, uh, I, I remember uh, around Christmas. No, it was Thanksgiving. The the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, me and our friends Joji and Juliet were all going to meet up at a coffee shop to just hang out and, and write. And then I was actually working on art at the time. Uh, but you know, we're, we're just gonna just chill and and, and uh, you know support each other with our creative endeavors. Yeah. And I freaked the shit out. Really? Yeah. Like on the way there? On the way there, like you know, like I sat in front of the coffee shop for like an hour before like Juliet even showed up, and I was in a massive, massive anxiety attack. Yeah. And uh like I calmed down, you know, throughout the day, but boy, it really, really got to me. Yeah. 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 And, you know, just it's a thing that happens. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean we we both have, have been diagnosed with, with whatever. Yeah, mine's generalized anxiety disorder. Yeah. That's what mine is. Uh mine is uh social anxiety disorder. And, uh, you know, depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good old depression. Good old depression. It always comes along with anxiety. Oh, yeah. Um, Gotta but, do the deep breathing. Yeah. That helps. You know what? Uh, would you be interested in taking a break? Sure. Uh, let's, let's take a break. Let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll do this old school. Netflix. I'm gonna knock 
good old fashioned break. Yeah. Break time. Yeah. Because you know, the, the filling episodes that I did uh, did not usually come with a break. Oh, no breaks. No breaks. Power through. Power through. Because wow. uh, some of them people like to talk. Yeah, I've met those people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like your yeah. brass fields and like, your. Like a, like a Matt Brassfield and a, and a Bambi Branch field. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's a talker. Yeah. Love her to death. She's, she's my special <laughs> lady. I love to talk. Kathleen? She's yeah, a talker. She's a talker. Yeah. She's yeah. A talker. yeah. yeah. Especially if you get her all wound up about nerdery. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you also had, uh, something else happen, uh, in the last couple months. That, oh, uh, that, yeah. uh, one might look at as a positive. Yes. I would agree. Yeah. I, I got a part-time job. Yeah. I, I assume, addition. assume that's what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. 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 In addition to Mavericks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I'm I'm actually working for for the public broadcasting station, also known as PBS. Yeah, I'm doing some artwork for them. Um, I actually been doing that since November, and I think I'm about done yeah. right now, almost, uh, unless something else comes my way from that direction. But it was really fun, and I I still get to. Do a couple more things for them, so yeah. pretty excited. So, so can you talk about any of that? Or I I can't really talk about the specific show because it's it's a brand new show that they're doing. It's a kid show, mm-hmm. um, but basically it's yeah, it's like a short short show. It's like goes between two other kid shows. It's okay. like a ten okay. minute show, and uh, basically it's like geared towards five to seven year olds trying to inspire them to read and to like get excited about reading. Yeah. Um, but you're doing like storyboards, like. storyboards. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've done like 200 storyboards since uh, since November, and uh, it was really fun to do. Yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit, and they they pay really well, which doesn't hurt either. Right. Um, but I mean, it's it's nonprofit, and you know, supported by 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 viewers. That's so right. Like, where where do they get the money to? I guess they get a they get a budget. They have a budget. Was that for me? Yeah, you, you and the listeners paid for paid my paid for my gig. I didn't ask. For I paid for it too. <laughs> oh, that's silly. I've never paid any money to PBS or NPR. <laughs> I I honestly I don't remember if I've ever given to Think TV. That's PBS around here. Uh, I don't know if I have. <clears throat> um but yeah yeah it's super fun yeah and uh once i think they're they filmed the pilot episode already and once they start filming the other stuff it shouldn't be very long because like i said they're like 10 minute episodes sure i mean so, you'd uh, think that would only take like uh you know an hour or so <laughs> from all yeah yeah right yeah um, I mean, they film like you know five episodes of wheel of fortune in a day yeah <laughs> well, yeah we've done two episodes of gutter trash in a day right you know um, but yeah, as soon as that's like on the horizon, I would love to talk about it and share information about it and get people to watch it. Well, I look forward to that. Yeah. I look forward to actually seeing it too. I, honestly. I get, I get a cameo. Yeah, I get a cameo. Nice. Yeah. It's just like working with Matt Brassfield. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You play Dr. Frankenstein? Yeah. No. <laughs> I play a, a maintenance man. Um, that's like vacuuming the library. And uh-huh. I'm, I honestly, I'm, I was going to try to sneak a, a flask into my pocket. And like have it peeking out 
just to like <laughs> try to give the character a little sure. zinger. But I don't know. If well, you gonna... should come up with the whole backstory. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. How did you get to this station in your life? He was the uh, oh, right. librarian janitor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think his name's Mike. I think I'll have to look and see. Yeah. I mean, do you have a, like a uniform that has uh, the name on it? I don't know. They actually they said that uh, sometime they're going to have me down to the studio for measurements. Oh, so. Nice. So we'll see. I don't know. You know, I mean, that's a little bit more than just you know an extra. Right. I mean, yeah. This may become a recurring character if <laughs> the, the show makes it beyond the its initial five. Yeah, because they're just doing the five. Right. And they're gonna see what happens. Right. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. I could tour. The, I'd be like, I'll be like that guy that hung out with the dog on Blue's Clues. Right. Yeah. Uh, teenage girls will love me. Sure. I'll walk down the street and they'll throw their panties at me. So I think I may have talked about this before, but you know the guy, the the original guy who hung out with the dog on Blue's Clues, uh, also a musician. Has a really good album out there if you can find it. Really? Yeah. What kind uh, of music? Kind of alternative rock pop okay. kind of thing. Like uh, he hangs out with the Flaming Lips a lot, so oh, okay. that might give you a kind of idea. Right. You know, a lot of people hang out with them though. Well, like that's true. Miley Cyrus hangs out with them. Oh, that's <laughs> sad for the Flaming Lips. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, okay, huh? Well, back when okay, well. Back when the Fleming Lips uh, meant something. Oh, I still think they're awesome. They actually just put on an album where they cover the entire Sgt. Pepper's um, by the Beatles, and it's really good. It's really that good. sounds just as dumb as maybe covering in the entire Willy Wonka soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet. Primus, Primus did that this yeah. year. Have you heard it? I have. What do you think? It's all right. Yeah. Uh, there's like two good songs on it, but yeah, for the most part. The Oompa Loompa song, probably. Um, the Oompa Loompa songs are pretty much the best ones. Yeah. 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 yeah I'd like to hear it. I haven't got a chance to, but. Uh, no, I, yeah, I think the Flame and Lips, uh, Sergeant Peppers is actually surprisingly good. Uh, yeah, Steve Burns, uh, is, is the guy, the, the former Blues Blues guy. And, uh, he's got an album out there. Can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it's really good. Yeah, and then uh, I huh. recommend somebody checking it out. So did he? Anybody, somebody out there, check it out. I'll check it out. All right. Did he uh, quit or did he get fired? Oh, he quit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, decided that he didn't want to be the Blues Clues guy. Right. Know, forever. Right. Well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be Mike the Janitor forever. Right. Fuck that. Fuck PBS. <laughs> don't, don't try to put me in a corner, PBS. Right. I'm a star. <laughs> Angel needs to spread his wings. <laughs> That's right. No, I'm I'm fine with PBS with being Mike the Janitor forever. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> well, uh, someone who's been typecast as uh, JD the Meat Man. Yeah. Um, uh, the terrifying tales of the macabre, and I can barely get a guest shot on that show. <laughs> Uh, you take what you get, right? It's it's no fun to be to be pigeonholed, and I I think you should try to try to spread your wings <laughs> before you, before you get stuck in a position you don't want to be in. I, I there's a show on PBS I love called Globe Trekker, uh-huh. where they like just go to all these weird destinations around the world and just show you everything. Like they film it and like they talk to the locals and like they have them sh- like they eat all the weird foods around there and go to all those strange places. I want to be on that show, but. I don't. You'd have to fly. I don't fly, and I don't ride on boats. Right. So if they ever do, you, you might have to eat meat. Well, yeah, you might. Yeah, but if they ever do a Dayton, Ohio episode, 
I want to be the guy that shows them around. I'm fairly confident they'll never do a Dayton, Ohio episode. I'm going to pitch it now that I've got an in. Well, I wish you luck. Yeah. I wish you luck. Uh, I, uh... I just want to be on America's test kitchen. I think I'd say American Gladiators. <laughs> nope. Okay. America, Don't want to do that. America's test kitchen. Yeah. I guess I that. Want to find out which uh, which is the best canned chicken noodle soup out there. <laughs> well, some. Yeah, I'm sure there are some good ones, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, Progresso's not bad. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I sometimes I eat the boxed soup. Right. I hardly ever eat the canned. Yeah. It's just salty, really salty. I mean, they're all salty, but well, for the most part, I just try to go over to my mom's house and eat uh, fresh made soup that uh, you know she she makes like every winter. Is she out of prison? Yeah, yeah. I heard she's uh, been a true crime committer in the past. <laughs> and she has. <laughs> I thought maybe she was still up the river. No, no, she uh, she has paid her debt to society. Okay, cool. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to tell that story, do you? Oh, sure. It was, it's a good story. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Before the episode started, we were trying to figure out what we would do, and I was making fun of the fact that uh, there was a podcast uh, that started a couple months ago uh, called Serial. Uh, it's produced by the uh, This American Life uh, people, hmm. and basically, it's uh, one of the the reporters from. This American Life basically doing a 10 part story, like an hour each, about like one person. And it's a continuing saga. And it's, it's basically, it's about, uh, this kid who was accused of murder and went to prison. And, uh, you know, they're trying to figure out whether or not he actually did it or not. Because mm-hmm. he, he still maintains his innocence, but. There's some evidence, and then, uh, you know, there's other evidence that didn't get taken into account, and et cetera, et cetera. And for some reason, this podcast has become the most popular thing on the face of the earth, and people are now, like, you know, reporting about it. It's like, hey, did you hear about this thing called podcasts? Serial invented it. Uh, which was quite a shock to people like you and me who have been doing it for six years or more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, so I was making a joke that, uh, you know, well, you know, we have to do this podcast now. And so it's going to be a true crime story and a continuing saga, you know, to, to figure out what, what, what truly happened. Uh, so I told you the story. <laughs> Of your mom's crime. Of my mom's true crime. Uh, it was, uh, I would say, probably 1989, maybe early 90s. And we were at uh, the local grocery store, uh, Lafino's. Oh, yeah. And, so you're like 12? Uh, Something ten, like that? 11 or 12. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Probably closer to 11. Um and we were we were in the store and uh just going up and down the aisles and they had a uh, a pack of uh Batman the movie trading cards uh that were just sitting out and the pack the pack was kind of open and I uh looked at my mom and was like, Oh the pack's open and she kinda looked at it and then put it in her pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh gave it to me when we left the store. Oh my god, I just figured out that's what our, 
Gutter Trash Batman podcast can be Batman related crimes. <laughs> stuff where, <laughs> where people steal Batman stuff or, yeah. or dress like Batman and steal stuff. Sure. I'm sure that's happened. Why would that happen though? Batman is a force for good. Well, that's why you dress like Batman because people are like, oh, hey, it's Batman. Come on in. You know, and then like he steals all their shit. <laughs> no one saw that coming, you know? Maybe from Green Arrow. Probably. You know. He's got that pointy beard. Right. Bearded people. Satan has a pointy beard. Satan has a pointy beard. You know basically say people with beards are just lawbreakers in general. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to generalize, but we all know it's true. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Anyone with a beard, I mean, they're at least up to no good. Right. Right. That's what's the old adage? If a man has a beard, he is to be feared. Yep. I just made that up. <laughs> uh, Do you have any true crime stories? Um, I'm sure I've I've done stuff. I can't remember my mom ever committing a crime. <laughs> um, I yeah. get it. Your mom's great. Yeah, she's so much better than your mom. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head, other than the one that was already in the issue of Vegedog Saturn. If you really want to know, go out and buy Vegedog Saturn number five. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> At your local Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> Where trade paperbacks are always 25% off. Sure. Uh, it's funny because there's actually two Mavericks. <laughs> huh? There are two Mavericks. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so you have to go to the Mavericks. In Kettering, Ohio. May not be local Mavericks. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's a Mavericks in Cincinnati, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been there in years and years. I don't think I've ever been to that one. From what I remember, it actually makes our Mavericks look tidy. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's, like, posters in the window the last time I was there that looked like the sun had been fading them for, like, decades. Right. You know, just... Advertising the uh, new uh, Cloak and Dagger series for <laughs> right, uh, 1985. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. This brand new comic called uh, The Watchman. Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon. Coming so, soon. So, right, yeah. Not yet. Uh, the uh, advertising the uh, first issue of Camelot 3000. Oh, wow. <laughs> Doesn't Brian Boland do that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It took him like five years to do 12 uh, I bet. I bet. Yeah, that guy is pretty detailed, but yeah. I wouldn't want to play win, lose, or draw with him. Nope. I mean, not on my team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, A, he'd be really good at it, but also terrible at it. You'd, you'd lose, right? Yeah. yeah. But you would know what the fuck he was drawing when he finished <laughs> oh it. Oh, my God, yeah. It's so good. Like, I honestly don't understand. Does he... Like, it doesn't look like he does any sort of light boxing over photos. Because yeah. everything looks like... It, it looks like his style... But it all looks so real. It looks like it's about to start moving. Right. It looks like you're staring at a wax uh, dummy, you know? Yeah, sometimes. Like, it's so good. I mean, he... he uh, I would say, like, his mid-run towards late-run uh, invisible covers were maybe not the best. Mm. Oh, they had a little bit of computer imagery yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, but everything else he does, you know, I mean, it's still a cartoon. Like, like you can still see everything, but... It's so... It's so great. Yeah. He's amazing. He is. I haven't seen him do covers in a while. That's too bad. Yeah. 
You should. Mm-hmm. You should be the cover artist on at least one comic at all times. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. His run on Wonder Woman, awesome. Yeah. Um, Invisibles, yeah. Invisibles yeah. for a while, yeah. Uh, the Flash, he did some oh, Flash yeah. covers for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Animal Man. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Classic. Apparently did a spirit cover. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that one. It was like hanging from a chandelier or something. Something like that, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah see, we, we know some stuff. Yeah. Uh, comics. Comics, indeed. I've read a couple of comics. Oh, yeah? Uh, I read Bitch Planet number one. Have you read that yet? I have not. Okay, we won't talk about that one. Then. Okay. Um, I read Pax Americana. Did you read that? I did read that. What'd you think? I really liked that. Yeah? Book. Yeah? It was fantastic. I, I I liked it to a point. Um, I love the artwork, but oh, I, sure. I thought the story was a little, like, it was a little too much for me. Like, mm-hmm. like it kind of... I don't know, it just kept taking me out of the story. It just kind of was hitting me over the head with all the references and imagery and right. metaphor and I don't know. I don't uh, know. Uh, I mean, it, to me, it wasn't any different than reading Flex Mentalo right. or, or even some of the Invisibles type of stuff. Yeah. Because it's all very similar ground. Uh, the only other, the only thing that I could say about this is maybe some of the whole uh, Watchmen stuff. Was was a bit much, right? Yeah, but I still really liked it. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever read it a second time, but mm. it's pretty, very pretty, indeed. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, the colorist for Pax Americana posted uh, some process stuff on uh, Tumblr, oh, and well. like I knew, I know what goes into coloring a comic, you know. And I know that it's no fun, which is why, kind of why I hate color. But just to see him lay it all out, like, like again, it's like everything that, like, yeah, I know what you have to do. But just to see the process step by step. And he just was, like, showing a panel. And he was like, yeah, you know, I talked to Frank quietly about it. And he gave me some suggestions of what he visualized, you know, about a certain thing here. And then there was, like, something in the script that Grant Morrison wanted, you know, conveyed through the color. Oh, okay. And, you know, and then he was like, okay. And so then I was coloring it this way. And then I had to render it. And then I had to do this and this. And basically, like, for one panel, I mean, it's a painting. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, okay. And then I have to do this for the other 39 pages. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck. I'm like colorists wow. need way more recognition yeah. than what they get. It's, it seems like it'd be the most tedious job in it comics. Is. Yeah. Absolutely is. Um I mean, you know, obviously not that I have the same experience, but you know, like even just coloring like one of the most stupid pinups or whatever is a chore. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, when when it all comes together though, isn't it worth it? It looks so pretty. It looks alright. I mean, mine stuff looks okay. But, you know, like, uh, you know, just because I hate my stuff anyway. But, yeah. you know, uh, w- when I was doing comics, uh, my friend and I, you know, we had a book and we were like, well, I think we really maybe need some gray tone in this comic, you know, and so I was like, alright, well, you know, I'll, I'll do that. And so, I started gray toning like a page, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like halfway through, <laughs> it was just like you know maybe three tones of gray that I'm putting right, right, right. throughout the entire uh, 
page is just a fucking chore. Uh, right. Yeah. And then finally, like, somehow one of our friends decided that he wanted to do it. So he, like, hand shaded everything and then we just scanned it. Oh, and nice. Laid it on yeah. top of everything. Like with uh, markers and stuff? Uh, pencil. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoy coloring. But it's probably because I do it once every like three months, right? Yeah, and uh, I, I enjoy it, but I couldn't imagine that being like your job. Yeah, right. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, I'm sure there's way worse jobs, but it doesn't seem like you would get any sort of creative, like, you know, uh, fulfillment out of that because it's just so tedious, right? I mean, yeah, that's what it seems like to me. And I, I know, like most colorists often have like an assistant or someone to lay in like just the flats yeah. and then they go in and they, they do the painting and the rendering. Uh, but even still like, you know, well, I know the guy like, like our, our former listener, uh, James Abels, you know, he was a flatter mm-hmm. and you know, it's a tedious fucking job and he got paid not a whole lot you know, yeah. to do it. And then someone else would go in and, you know, render everything and get all the credit and the glory. Right. You know, but even still, the rendering and stuff has got to be a pain in the ass, too. So they're actually painting, like, like with paintbrush tools, like painting just kind of oil painting style, like swatching things around? Well, I mean, digitally, usually, in mm-hmm. Photoshop. But, yeah. Uh, but, you know, rendering and adding shadow and light and then effects and stuff like that. You know right. what I mean? Like Pax Americana, like everything is very realistically rendered, uh, you know, you know, very rounded, and then everything looks to be, you know, as as real as possible. Mm. Whereas, you know, like some coloring is more, you know, cartoony and then flat. Yeah, you know, just like there's maybe two or three tones per, you know, lights and darks. Uh, you know, so I mean, there's obviously a difference towards you right. know, what the style of the story or style of the book is how in depth they have to, right. to go with it. Yeah. And Pax Americana just happened to be one where it was very, very in depth. Right. Know? Yeah. But still, yeah, I would, uh, I would hate to be a chorus. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they are undercredited, underappreciated and overworked. Right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I would, I would do it like, like for, you know, like one issue of something, right? Like just to have a that in mind. So you did it, right? But yeah, it seems like it would be so tedious. Yeah, that's why I do all my comics in black and white. Yep, color covers. That's all you need. Yep, you, you get those suckers to buy it because they see the color cover. They get home, damn scabby. They see it's black and white, cry their eyes out. Yep. I don't care. I'm home counting my money. That's right. That's uh, Marvel should uh, take a note from you. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. The uh, the only comics I've really read, I've read uh, Justice League 3000, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, the most recent couple of issues uh, brought uh, uh, the original, uh, or not the original, but but, but my favorites, uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, into oh. uh, to the comic. That's awesome. You know, uh, Ted Cord and, and uh, Booster, you know. And, and uh, it's it's done by Keith Giffen and J.M. DeMatteis, so it's the Justice League International, you know, team. It's back. And and uh, they they brought back Fire, and I think they brought back Ice, and so they're they're kind of rebuilding the JLI in the Justice League 3000 well, comic. That's awesome. And I'm super excited. So I was like, yeah, you know, 
Might as well read the previous issues. And it's a really good comic. Yeah. And I kind of gave up on DC entirely. Uh, but uh, it's a good one. Okay. Uh, I've been enjoying it. The, the previous issues, were they also by Giffen? Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. That's uh, awesome. Initially, I didn't want to pick up that book at all because, uh, well, it was going to be Giffen and DeMatteis and Kevin McGuire. And then, uh, like, like they solicited the first issue and everything, and then uh, Kevin McGuire got fired. Aw. And so they went back and uh, had somebody else redraw, you know, the, the stuff that he had already done. What did he get fired? Uh, they, like, it never really came out, but uh, they're just like, he wasn't a good fit. Ah. Uh. Well, that's too bad. I guess. Yeah, and so they 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 give him his walking papers. Oh. So Howard Porter is the artist on oh, okay. the book now. He did the JLAs that Morrison did. Yeah. And I don't particularly care for his work. Isn't yeah, I mean he's he's a he does the job, but Yeah. You know, yeah. It's uh, nothing you really like want a poster of. Right, yeah. Uh, so, you know, so I was, I was leery about picking up that book, you know, and I honestly, I didn't until they announced the, the Blue Beetle Booster Gold thing. And so then I went back and, and bought the rest and mm-hmm. it's a good comic. Yeah. Can't deny it. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good book. And honestly, I don't know if Kevin McGuire would have been a good fit for it. I still probably would have preferred to see his work right. on it. Yeah. Maybe. And like Howard Porter, like. Like I, I would never. There's nothing wrong with his art. It's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It's just not like. There's just something about McGuire's art that's like kind of fun and special. And, right. I mean, yeah. Howard Porter tells the story just fine. He's yeah. like, yeah, he does it. You know, he does. He he, he does an adequate job. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no complaints. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if I read anything else. I read the Batman Lost episode comic. Oh, the Harlan Ellison one? Yeah. That was alright. Yeah. Uh, that may be about it. I read a really, <clears throat> I read a really old issue of Futurama that I found around my house. Nice. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the first Futurama comic I'd ever read. Nice. I watched an episode of Futurama today. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched like 10 minutes of it. Uh, last night my girlfriend's TV, uh, broke. And so today she went out and bought a new one. Wow, that was pretty, pretty quick. Yeah, and so, uh, when I went over to visit her tonight, uh, basically it was like, okay, make the TV look good. And so I was fucking with all the settings. And, uh, when we were trying to test to see what each, you know, what it looked like. I uh, put on a, an episode of Futurama, and then looked great. Yeah, because you know all the colors yeah, of the yeah. character, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, when when she first got it, like, everything looked uh, weird and, like, posterized almost. Hmm. Like, like, like it was almost like a digital moving watercolor. Oh, weird. Yeah, it just it didn't look good. Were you guys still doing acid, though, at that point? Or? Well, yeah, of course. Okay, maybe after it left your system is when things started, you know. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll check tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, we actually we watched a movie uh, later on. The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, wow. The uh, Disney film. Yeah. yeah. It was all right. Was it? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Not not the best Disney movie I've ever seen, but... What is the best Disney movie you've ever seen? <sighs> we including or discounting Pixar? 
Oh, yeah, let's just go straight Disney. Okay, all right. I did really like Fantasia. That's that's a classic. Um, of of newer ones, I really liked Wreck It Ralph. I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, that was a, that was a lot of fun. Um, Beauty and the Beast was really good. Yeah, yeah. Let me go with that one. Yeah, I, I actually haven't seen that one. Oh well. Yeah, I, I like Lion King quite a bit. I never uh, saw that one. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Future gutter trashes. <laughs> Maybe. Lion King and... Yeah, see, these will be more up my alley. No more gunshot. <laughs> I've got a list. No more sex, violence, or awkward situations in any movie. <laughs> we can only watch episodes of Bob Ross painting from here on out. Uh, may have to close down the show for good, then. <laughs> Actually, oh, God, that'd be a good uh, view, Masters. You guys just review Bob Ross, um, The Joy of Painting. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, uh, no, yeah, I think I talked about this during the Halloween episodes, so. uh, but I, I dressed up as Bob Ross for Halloween this right? past year. Yeah. yeah, I saw the photo, it was yeah. pretty great. Yeah. I see the wig right now, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it's still hanging around. Yeah, Yeah. you gotta quit wearing it at some point. Well, someday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After you do the promo photos for the next Viewmasters right. season. Yep. <laughs> The Bob Ross. The Bob, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the joy of painting. You can call it the joy of podcasting. Ooh. See? Yeah. It's getting better and better. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Do, do you want to do some more? Like, S- in the future? Yeah, let's do that. Like, let's do that. Next week, even? Poss- possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you want to review a comic? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Sh- should I pick a comic to review? Is, is it going to break my brain again? I don't know. It might. Okay. I'm not sure, because uh, I haven't read it yet. Okay. But but I do have a comic that I've been sort of setting aside for whenever we started to do this again. Uh, okay. I figure since uh, the last comic I picked didn't really work out, we didn't really officially review it, and it has now been way too long, and I have no desire to reread it. Yeah, I can't remember, and I don't want to remember. Right, yeah. So I'm going to pick a new comic. Okay. And, and hopefully next week we'll be back with yeah. a review for it. Maybe. That'd be nice. I, I, I kind of miss this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. So I'm going to pick a comic called Copra. I think that's how it's pronounced. Copra? Copra. C-O-P-R-A. Uh, by, uh, by a gentleman by the name of Michelle Fife. Uh... Huh. It is a, a self-published uh, independent superhero comic. Wow. Uh, mm. The uh, the trade came out, or at least I got the trade about a month ago. Uh, I, I would like to read that. That sounds great. I've never heard of it. All right. Yeah. Well, then, uh, we'll, 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 we'll find out about it together. Okay. Sweet. Although, I'm going to have to read it first and then lend it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's that's... That's the only thing with my new schedule. I work uh, basically all day, Wednesday through Saturday. Yeah. So I can read it. I, I can read it in the mornings. Yeah, mornings I'm, I don't, yeah, and yeah. And uh, I've got tomorrow off, so I can read a good chunk of it tomorrow probably. Yeah. So. Sweet. We'll you know, figure that out. There might be an adjustment period, yeah. but we'll figure this out. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I honestly, I did really miss doing this show. Yeah. And, and 
I mean, the biggest part of that is obviously that I miss hanging out with you. And I miss talking to you. Shucks, me and, too. And, uh, I'm glad you're you're feeling better. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to bring people down, but I do want to say this: if anybody is having troubles mentally or spiritually or emotionally or whatever, please tell somebody. Tell your friends. Yeah. Talk to people. Um, no, I, I, honestly, I was kind of hoping we would touch on this again, you know, real quick, because because. I mean, obviously, you know, Doogie, you know, felt like he couldn't talk to anybody, right? And, and chose the wrong path, right? And and when everything happened to you, you know, I was it was like one of my biggest fears was that you were gonna choose a similar path, yeah. And but but you you reached out and you sought help, and and everyone was willing to help you, yeah. And, and I think that's true for everybody, even if you don't feel it or see it. Exactly. Like, like email me at the show. Yeah. And I will talk to you. I right. will. I will call you. You give me your number. I will call you. Right. You know. And I mean, even if I don't know you. Uh. You know. I've. I, you know. I also am suffering from from anxiety and depression as well. You know. Uh, my my girlfriend does, and, and I mean, you know, everybody has. I mean, not everybody. There there are people who don't. You know luckily suffer from that kind of thing right you know more people than you think more people than you think it's basically one in ten people in the united states have a diagnosed anxiety issue right i mean that's crazy that's high yeah but that's true when you're feeling like no one can help you or, or you're just feeling low or whatever you know it is your brain the the chemicals in your brain are messing with you yeah like they're not acting the way they're supposed to be acting and it is not you it is not anyone else it is you know a chemical medical thing right uh you know and you know if you tell someone that you're feeling this way and they're just like oh you know just just go outside and cheer up right yeah they're fucking wrong yeah and don't listen to them my like i love my brother but he was like he was even like that whenever i was suffering this he's like oh whenever i'm feeling anxious about something i just you know i just decided that i'm not gonna let that happen right it's like you don't understand no you just totally do not get it no um it's a disease yeah it's a mental illness yeah and there is help for it, and I'm doing much better, right. and I'm sure Doogie could have been doing much better. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you can, too, if you're having problems. Um, there's, yeah, call a crisis counselor or whatever, right. you know. Uh, there's a friend of mine on Facebook, you know, and then when I say friend, it's just that, you know, we are on Facebook with each other. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, but you know, uh, he did go to my high school, and then, you know, conversations happened between us, you know, in the past. But, you know, he posts a lot of stuff on Facebook about him being depressed and then, you know, sad and just feeling like everything is just, you know, going to swallow him up and, like, like he's just not going to be able to get out to it. And I have numerous times, you know, recommended, uh, what, I think it's TCN Behavioral Services, because mm-hmm. uh, that's where I went to, you know, because someone was able to point me to them and... Like, I wasn't able to keep up with it just due to my finances and and that situation, which is also a big part of my problems. But, you know, the fact that I know that I can go back there if I need to and, and, you know, get back on my medication, uh, you know, is good to know. 
and the fact that you know if you live in like you know the county that that uh services you know for for tcn mm-hmm. uh like you can receive financial aid and, and get the help that you need and they will help you and they're good people and there's programs like that are, are all over all probably. over you yeah. just need to look for them and, oh. or just know someone who can tell you where and i don't know that this person has has done that but you know like I recommend it. Yeah. You know, and uh, I don't know if I should be talking about this out loud or not, but I'm going to anyway because whatever. Uh, but, but you know, uh, Bambi, my, my girlfriend, her sister in the past three or four months has tried to commit suicide twice. And, and she obviously suffers from, from severe depression. And she has been hospitalized, you know, multiple times for, for, uh, you know, attempts on her own life. Right. Uh, and, and it's, uh, we're lucky enough that whatever she did did not work. And that, you know, somebody was able to prevent her from, from going any further or for, you know, like, you know, she overdosed at one point and, you know, we were lucky that somebody, recognized the signs and was able to call like the paramedics and, and able to get there to the hospital before there was any permanent damage. And the fact that, you know, her family suffers, you know, like, like my, my girlfriend suffers, you know, when, when she does this right. and that is what happens to the people around you. If you don't seek the help that you need. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, Doogie was, was suffering and then, you know, chose the path, you know, to suicide and that affected you. And, and lots of other people. And oh, yeah. His family oh, and yeah. all of his friends and, and even, you know, people like me that weren't so close to him. Like, like, it still affected me. Yeah. Because, you know, he, for whatever reason, felt like he couldn't seek the help. So. Yeah. And if, and if it seems too overwhelming to do that yourself, um, I'm sure somebody you know can can do the legwork for you. Yeah. Like if you're like, I just don't know where to begin. That's just another headache. Just that one person you know that you're like, that guy has his shit together. That girl has her shit together. Right. Just have them help you because yeah. the help is out there. And yeah, I mean, there's there's no there's no reason to to go out like that. No. And and even if. Even if you don't feel like you will do that. Like, like I'm a person who I don't feel like I would ever go to the level of suicide. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do feel at two points where, like, I feel like I'm worthless and, and like, I just can't breathe and don't have anywhere to turn to. Uh, you know, even at that point, if you still know that you're, you're I mean, well, I feel that way, but I know I'm not going to kill myself. Mm-hmm still seek out the help because it will make your life that much better. Oh yeah, definitely. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. Cause, cause it's not fun to live like that either. No, yeah. it's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. yeah. doesn't make waking up in the mornings very, uh, appealing. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, if, if, uh, you ever feel like that, you know, just for God's sakes, you know, find someone to help you. Yeah. There is no shame in it. You know, like, like society has this weird stigma about, you know, Mental yeah, illness, right? And, and it's it's bullshit. I yeah, that's something too. Like, because the therapist I've been seeing, she's a psychologist, 
And she's literally like three blocks from my house. Right. But she's on the main street. And like every time I walk from like their parking lot to the front door, I'm always like, man, uh, every, you know, the first few times I was like, everybody's driving by on this main street. Like a lot of them are probably people I know because, you know, this is like right by my house. And like, you know, I just felt self-conscious and weird. Right. And after a while, I was like, why would, why would you feel weird? That'd be like, you know, like, oh my God, they're going to see me walking into the dentist office or, right. they're, you know, they're going to see me like getting a haircut. It's like, this is just something that you might get into a situation where you need to do. And there is absolutely no shame. Like, you know, no, yeah, yeah, I don't, I'll I don't be honest with you. I have probably driven by uh, wherever this place is and I don't know that it's there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> Because I drive up and down your street quite a bit. This one's like right across from the uh, the liquor store. Oh, okay. The uh, pony keg on yeah. Wilmington Pike. Okay. Um, so it's pretty convenient. Like every time I leave there, I just get fucking shit faced sure. at the pony keg. Yeah. <laughs> and on the way in too. Sure. Let's right. be honest. Is yeah. it the partners there? The uh, or was that not partners? Uh, oh, Flanagan. Oh, oh. Or- Whatever yeah, the fuck that yeah. Irish pub is. <laughs> Flanagan's, yeah. I don't know what it is either. But yeah, it's right over there. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I, I don't know that I felt super self conscious when uh, when I was going to TCN, but but I did sort of feel like this. Uh, I don't belong here, kind of thing. Right. Because I also know that it's also kind of a drug rehabilitation center. It's yeah. Like, I'm a stupid druggy. <laughs> I'm just sick in the head. Yeah. <laughs> See, but that's another thing. Like drug, <clears throat> drug users have a problem too. Addiction yeah. disease. I no, mean, yeah, it is. whatever it is, you know, get get somebody to to talk to. Or like I said, I'm not kidding. If you want to email me, it's Jason at guttertrash dot yeah. net. I'll talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could try to email me too, but you know, be less likely to want to talk to you. <laughs> I'll just forward it to Jason. That's right. that. Yeah. If you yeah, email me cool. and you have a problem and you want to talk about it, I will forward your emails to Jason. <laughs> See? <laughs> there we go. Uh, but yeah, 2015. It's going to be a good year. 2015. It's got to be better, right? Yeah. It's got to be better. Yeah. I mean, you know, bad things happen every year. But yeah, it's true. I, I'm just going to... We're, we're all just got to stick together and uh, be kind of strong. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully, you know... Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll do a lot more gutter trash yeah. uh, this year than we did last year. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sounds uh, good to me. I mean, it's it's a minor goal, and, and in the long run, doesn't mean a goddamn thing. But uh, <laughs> having you here and talking to you, and, and uh, that that means more to me than anything else. And I'm glad you're back. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's good to it's good to be back. All right. Well then, uh, let's let's go read some funny books. Let's do that. That sounds good. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>